WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Josie Alameda. Today is Monday, October 5th, 2020. President Trump tested positive for coronavirus on Friday. WPGU's Justin Malone has the story. Since testing positive for the coronavirus early Friday morning, President Trump has checked in at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center. On Sunday, White House physician Sean Conley held a press conference to discuss the president's condition, noting the president had experienced dips in his blood oxygen level as well as a high fever. Given these two developments, I was concerned for possible rapid progression of the illness. I recommended the president we try some supplemental oxygen, see how he'd respond. Conley noted that the president quickly recovered from these symptoms since receiving oxygen and would expect him to return to the White House as early as Monday. Since the president's diagnosis, White House staff have begun to tighten preventative protocols, including mass requirements among members of the National Security Council. President Trump left the hospital briefly to drive by supporters outside Walter Reed for photos against the advisement of his doctors. For WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. Azerbaijan has demanded that Armenia withdraw from the Nagorno-Karabakh region. WPGU's Emily Crawford has the story. Fighting between Armenia and Azerbaijan continued over the weekend, with heavy shelling in Azerbaijan's second-largest city, Ganja. Azerbaijani reports say missiles were fired into residential areas, but Armenia claims they fired at military airbases, stopping at residential areas to avoid civilian casualties. Following the attacks, Azerbaijan's president Ilham Aliyev released a statement demanding Armenia create a timetable for withdrawing from the region of Nagorno-Karabakh. And until that happened, Azerbaijan would not be ceasing military action. These recent skirmishes mark the worst fighting since the 1990s, when the region tried to declare independence from Azerbaijan. From WPGU News, I'm Emily Crawford. In order to comply with the current guidelines of the Illinois Department of Public Health, Champaign Mayor Deborah Frank Finan and Urbana Mayor Diane Marlin, alongside Champaign County Executive Darlene Klopel, have announced that the Halloween trick-or-treat hours will be from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. this year. The team joined in encouraging residents of Champaign-Urbana to remain safe and socially distanced while trick-or-treating during the COVID-19 pandemic. According to the IDPH and Champaign-Urbana Public Health District, Those hoping to take part in Halloween festivities should leave individually wrapped candy on a table in an outdoor space and be conscious of having at least six feet of space from the trick-or-treaters. Face coverings should be worn in Champaign-Urbana area regardless of whether a costume mask is being worn. Only household members should trick-or-treat together and must remain socially distant from other crowds. The IDPH also encourages that hand sanitizer be carried at all times and the candy collected throughout the night remain wrapped until the owner's hands are washed. Meanwhile, haunted houses are prohibited under J.B. Pritzker's Restore Illinois Phase 4 guidelines. However, costume parties, pumpkin patches, and hay rides are accepted as long as social distancing measures are taken. The third annual Chaz and Robert Ebert Symposium will begin on October 8th at 5 p.m. The Ebert Film Festival has been rescheduled for next September. The event is free and open to the public and will consist of three events over five weeks. All events are through the lens of the pandemic and racial injustice and will focus on documentary filmmaking, media bias, and the media industry. 
The events will be live-streamed on the EbertFest YouTube and Facebook pages. For more information on dates and times of events, visit the U of I College of Media website under the EbertFest page. The Bears lost against the Indianapolis Colts yesterday. WPGU's Reese Armstrong has a story. The Indianapolis Colts handed the Chicago Bears their first loss of the season today as the Bears fell 19-11. Chicago once again struggled on offense until the late part of the fourth quarter when Nick Foles connected with Allen Robinson for a 16-yard score with one and a half minutes left in the game. That was Chicago's first and only touchdown of the game as the strong Colts defense enforced their will on the team. The Bears now stand at 3-1, second in the division. ESPN analyst Jeff Dickerson wonders if Trubitsky isn't the issue, then maybe the play calling of Matt Nagy is. From WPGU News, I'm Reese Armstrong. From WPGU News, I'm Josie Alameda.